Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike, with me as always, my main man Scott, this is Craft Brood Sports. Scott! Tap that cake of sports knowledge. You pump up poor. Deal. Alrighty then. <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much, bud. How are you doing? Uh, I'm recovering. I had Rough to, week for you. I had to put some aloe on because I got burned hard this <laughs> you week. You took it in the dick. <laughs> was, you know what? The worst part about that was we got done recording that episode and I was like, that felt good. We gave Scott shit for once. Like and Scott took a bunch of shit that episode. In your defense, you did say, uh, I'll probably end up going over three and it'll negate everything that happened this week. And you did. And and everybody piled on me the whole week. Well, you I did know. deserve it. I did I did back out of you talking shit about hockey because I knew the wrath. I knew the wrath. Fuck you. You didn't back out. I did too. I sat out. Let, let Jim and Tyson tear you apart. And boy, did they. We'll get to burn of the week later. I don't know how we're going to pick that. There's no way. There's too many good burns that came through. <laughs> Uh, but we got another awesome episode, uh, and once again, we got a guest sitting in with us today. <laughs> no weeks in a row for like months <laughs> to two weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah. Uh, this week, we've got Patrick Wright sitting in on the show. Patrick is the uh, the co-host of the Pat, uh, the Practice Time podcast. I almost said the Patrick Time podcast. That'd be a cool one. I don't that's think Mario would appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, actually, that's actually my, uh, on my blog. The, well, the blog for practice time. <laughs> it's his Patrick practice time. <laughs> nice. Like that's my personal account or whatever on the page. Uh, so you are you from originally from Cincinnati? Born and raised. Well, right. yeah, kind. I I was born in Hamilton. I don't want to admit that, but it happened. <laughs> it counts. <laughs> I, no, I understand. Round up, round up to Cincinnati. Yeah. I was real close to Cincinnati. <laughs> But then uh, my family moved to Florida for that couple years, so that doesn't really matter. <laughs> and then uh, we came back, and I've been here since. Glad you got out of Florida, man. Cause... I'm glad I got out of Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Is it much of an upgrade to go from Hamilton to Florida? I don't. I imagine I mean, that they're much the same. <laughs> I'd rather be homeless in Florida. <laughs> Ooh, snap. That's, <laughs> That's real. <laughs> Even running the chances of get shot out <laughs> going to Florida. So are you a are you lifelong Reds and Bengals fan then? Reds. 
Reds? Not Bengals. <laughs> Make that distinguish. Yeah, no very Bengals. Clear. Reds. <laughs> My problems with the Bengals lay within the organization. And I'm totally a dude that, like, like I don't shop at certain places if I don't agree with certain practices that, that the business has. That's fair. Like, I, not, I, to I go, not to go too far into it. I don't eat a Chick-fil-A. I knew that was coming. As soon as yep. he said that, I was like, I bet he doesn't eat a Chick-fil-A. And I would agree with him. Yep, man, I love those chicken sandwiches. No, here's, <laughs> the, here's the thing. I do miss the waffle fries. <laughs> it's a hard one I because I totally agree, but yep. damn. It's if like, it's not Sunday. Well, like I, When I was younger, I worked at Walmart, and apparently they've fixed some things as far as the way they treat their employees. Just but I don't, I don't trust it. So... <laughs> Um, like I don't shop at Walmart. Fair That's enough. Not, I'd rather, you know, I'm an Amazon Prime member. What can I say? <laughs> so you're a, you're a man of goddamn character, <laughs> principles. <laughs> yeah, I hate. You're going, on the wrong show. <laughs> really, really, the deal is, I just hate going in stores. Like, dude, I just came in here for a box of screws. Like, I don't, need, <laughs> I don't need all your gimmicks and bullshit, dude. I'm trying to go to aisle six, get my get my screws, and go home, dude. I got a wall to fix. <laughs> Oh, that's the complete opposite of me. I'm like, I'm here for screws and uh, whatever else you got. What do you got over there? What's that? That what looks you, cool. What you got on that end cap? <laughs> trying to fill this cart. Oh, shit. Uh, well, man, thanks for doing the show. This is going to be a really good one. We got uh, we got a lot of shit to get to on this one. Uh, first off, we're not going to forget this week. No, we're gonna, you're <laughs> not going to forget, Mr. <laughs> beer you know, guru over here. You always enter the beer and just... You were so excited about Jasmine. Just I was. I was right super pumped that Jasmine was on the show and then forgot that we drink beer. Uh, <laughs> but this week, so this is week two of our Christmas beer series. This time, Scott brought one of his favorite Christmas beers, uh, Sam Adams' White Christmas. Ironic that you picked the White Christmas beer. I mean, if there was a Black Christmas, <laughs> I'd have brought half of it. So there's that. Uh, so, so this is... We've got some debate going on on this one. First of all, it's a it's five point eight percent, so it's a decent weight beer. There, that's yeah. not bad, middle class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've got some debate on this because I don't know if we can consider Sam Adams a craft beer. It's gone too mainstream. <laughs> I just think it's because it's just gotten so big. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. it started off smaller like everybody else did. Yeah. Right. And even with how big they are, they're only at like 1% of the, the market share. So they're not like this huge conglomerate, but they do. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on what your definition of a craft beer is. Like, you can't be mad at a company for making money. No. Right. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to look at like. Uh, like Unless lo- they're Walmart. Fuck well, like locally. Like, <laughs> you, you, yeah, Walmart. <laughs> and Papa John's. Papa John's is a place Fuck I don't. Them. I don't. Here's my thing. I will go into this one. <laughs> Fair enough. Go Man. on. Okay. So when uh, we'll go ahead and call it Obamacare, when that got put in into place, right? Healthcare Reform Act. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> <laughs> so when that, when that goes into effect, Papa John, the asshole that he is. Oh this, God, I remember this one. Instead of I know where this instead is going. of paying the extra bit for, for the, uh, the the health insurance for his employees, and he could have raised his pizza by like f- four cents a pizza, right? And it would have covered everything. And I would be okay paying four cents to make sure that you could go to the doctor for cooking my pie. (laughs) So instead what he does is he lays everyone off and then he gives away a million free fucking pizzas during the Super Bowl. (laughs) Like, like, goddamn. Like like you watch like Thursday night, like 50% off if you order before 10. But 
Brett that brought you your pie. <laughs> we had to cut him. His, his knee is fucked. He's out. <laughs> You're going to have to carry out the new delivery. <laughs> yeah, that's just like the NFL. He's hurt. Just keep it moving. Fuck him. Oh, shit. He's just a driver. He wasn't one of the head cooks. <laughs> Call Greg. Brett's out. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Do pizza delivery boys introduce themselves anymore? No, I've never had. I no. I'm I say anymore they, like they always just show up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you doing? Hey, hey I'm, I'm Jim. I'm Brett. I'm um, your pizza <laughs> delivery guy. Like, yeah, no, give me my fucking Domino's, pizza. <laughs> Domino's has a cool feature, although their pizza suck. But Domino's, has, except for Domino's pan, since they made their change, Domino's pan is probably hands down the best pan pizza. Dude, I it's just good. got into it with Domino's last week because their shit showed up late. I got free pizza. But did you look online where you can see what's going on with your shit? Yeah, like, that's like, what it's fucked in them. the oven now. But that's what fucked them because Brett's the timer, bringing your order. Right now. <laughs> the timer was always correct all the other times I've ordered. Then that that shit sat on quality control for like twenty minutes, and I'm like, "There's no way you're checking that pizza Wait, for quality." Now, Marco, have you ever had Marco's? Oh yeah, well, I'm from Toledo. That's where Marco's originally. Okay. My parents, I used to live with my parents in Fairfield for a little bit. Didn't we all? And, <laughs> Not with your parents, but. It's better than Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> but I stayed in Fairfield, and when Marco's opened uh, in Fairfield, I placed an order. But I like the website didn't say anything about their hours. Well, apparently, I placed this order like after hours. <laughs> and it was like they had just launched like their order online site. <laughs> so like I ordered, and I'm just like sitting there, and like two and a half hours go by. I'm just like, what in the hell's going on? I'm going to drive up there and find out. They're fucking closed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was like, well, whatever. I'm just going to go home. I'll call and cancel it. They brought that shit for lunch the next day. Nice. It's <laughs> a, a good company. They didn't right even there. call to see if like I still wanted it. They're just like, here's your sign. <laughs> you ordered it, right? You paid for it already, man. We're gonna. <laughs> we don't reimburse credit cards. That's you're eating this shit. <laughs> I've had places tell me that shit. Really? That they like, can't reimburse my this. card. Like, <laughs> you're stuck with this shit. Good luck, fucker. Well, uh, yeah. So Sam Adams. <laughs> I was like, how do we call pizza? Yeah. Sam oh, Adams shit. can still be considered. Well, yes. Well, like locally with like Mad Tree and, and Ryan guys, like totally craft beer. Yeah. But like these places are adding on like multi million dollar like right like one of the things Ryan guys just built it was like seventeen million or something yeah like a seventeen million I, so expansion they're making money and moving on I they want to be as big as Sam Adams I think the arbitrary cutoff of like however many barrels you produce and that's what determines being a craft beer I think that's bullshit I think it's just like the types of beer that you make it's just hipster beer people <laughs> and all uh, I liked it before it was mainstream it's like pe- like. Hey, People used to be into punk rock, and they were just like, as soon as they get big, this isn't punk, this is emo. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, yeah, White Christmas. So far, it's good. I'm I'm all right with it. I mean, I'll I'll give you this: it's a better first impression than Mad Elf was last week. Uh oh, Mad Elf. I mean, that first impression was rough. I ended up consuming it, but yeah, but that makes me nervous that you're gonna go the other way. (laughs) Like so far, I'm I'm all right with this one. I think we know where I stand on this one since I brought it. So, not going to be much of a mystery. <laughs> Patrick, what do you think? No, that's, a, that's a smooth beer. I, I Personally, I don't get like crazy into the, like seasonal beers. Yeah. Here's my except with- except um, Southern Tier Pumpkin. Oh, yes. Well, we, had, we had a show. Only You're because, on the right show. Only because that's the best pumpkin beer out there. Yep. Wow. Man wow. after our own heart. <laughs> You're about you three weeks late right for well, <laughs> Most pumpkin beers, like the, the taste, and, and it's all because of the way it's brewed. Yeah. yeah. But like they... Um, 
some of them just don't have the flavor. Yep. Agreed. Which is what 100%. we were all in We on. had a tournament in October and like pitted four beers against each other and we opened it up to the listeners to be like, vote on which beers you want us to have. And every single person was like, you, you don't have pumpkin. We in left here. pumpkin off the list because like, we knew it's gonna oh, win. Yeah. There's, there's no sense putting it in that tournament. It's gonna. You just win. gotta load a lot of pumpkin in, in that boil, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know this man brews his own beer right, right. there. <laughs> and the reason I like this is because it used to not be available outside of their holiday pack, and it was the like lightest beer in there. It was a the more refreshing one because the other ones are all dark and they're yeah. gorgeous and they're all good. But this one was refreshing, and I was like, man, it's so good to just like chill and have this during the winter, or whatever. I wish that they had more of it. And then they started selling. I must not have been the only one who enjoyed it because then they started selling it in Sixers on its own. So as soon as I yep. saw that, I, I, I will buy a case of the holiday pack <laughs> and the Sixers or the White Christmas to add on. I have no I have no problems with Sam Adams because like I said before, I had I had a sip of their um, their 20th anniversary. Yeah. And I mean, I would have paid more for that two poor ounce. <laughs> two ounce pour. I would have paid way more than what I did for it. it was, that was good stuff. Ah uh, man, they, I mean, they do make really good beers, and their variety is crazy. That's what I love. About you always, you always see something new from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is, in my opinion, that's what determines a craft beer is a brewer that's not afraid to experiment and do other crazy shit with their. Yeah, beers. you're all you're always just doing something. Yeah, just like right now, like I have three gallons of beer in my basement <laughs> right now. <laughs> fermenting and doing its magic so <laughs> i got a i've got a blonde ale a pale ale uh the actually the pale ale my buddy sean brewed um who started the the malt rats thing with yeah me. but uh my my special is my imperial oatmeal whiskey stout oh my Ooh, god that sounds awesome <laughs> there's a lot loaded in that one. <laughs> there's a lot going that on it sounds like once you get a batch of that going you're gonna be back on the show and that will be the beer we drink is <laughs> that one well with that one i'm gonna um i, I i'm kind of getting into the, my own recipes now so it could end up being horrible horrible beer <laughs> <laughs> sounds but, good on paper but yeah. what i will say is after i boiled it and before i poured Poured it into the carboy for uh, fermentation. Uh, man, I haven't seen a stout that's any darker or thicker oh than this. Oh, my God. That's nice. <laughs> amazing. It's going to be somewhere, because I, I am going to mix uh, some Woodford in with it. Oh, my uh, God. Woodford, You're not even using, like, bad whiskey. You're using, like, some good bourbon shit. That's oh, awesome. Woodford's, Woodford's a go-to for me. That's a, oh, that's awesome. But I'm going to put some Woodford and then some, uh, I, I have some oak cubes I'm going to throw in as well. Just for aroma, oh really, God, aroma and body of the, of the whiskey. Yeah, that's that, gonna that be, should be really. That's gonna good. be a good Mike. Beer. Keep your shirt on. Nips are poking out. I was gonna say I gotta cover up my wood. That would be good. And that that's gonna be limited. Super, super limited too. Unless people really like it, then I'll make more. But there, there's only gonna be eight pints of that. Oh my God! So I'll bring a couple on here. Yeah, that sounds yeah, awesome. Wine. That sounds awesome. It's going to be uh, close to a 10%er, so there's that. That's even Again. better. <laughs> <laughs> all, all from the comfort of my own basement. <laughs> oh, shit. Should we upper deck it? Yeah, let's upper deck this shit. All right, and Upper Deck, as always, is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can test out Audible's service with a free 30-day trial offer that includes a free audiobook download. 
No strings attached. Even if you cancel your trial within the 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. And all you got to do to get that free 30-day trial and the free audiobook, head on over to audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftbrewedsports. Or we made it simple for you. Just head on over to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click on the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. Now, we're going to lead off Upper Deck with uh, everybody's favorite game this past week, uh, Ohio State-Michigan. Very near and dear to everyone's <laughs> hearts. Lots of controversy. Lots of bitching. Great game in the end, but uh, I don't usually subscribe to uh, conspiracy theories, Mike, but Michigan fans might actually be on to something if they knew about all of this. So the three officials for the game, one of them, the lead official, Daniel Capron, uh, the back judge, in 2002, he was fired from the Big Ten for poor officiating in a Purdue-Wake Forest game. Oh, nice. Okay. So he's already been fired, and here he is. <laughs> what did game. he wait? What did he get fired for? Like it was one incident that was just like, "Wow, dude, you're fired." Well, the commissioner at the time said during the course of the game, the officials didn't officiate well enough to meet Big Ten standards. Like that, that would have to be worse than like Jim Joyce like fucking up a yeah, right. Game. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. you know, if you think about it, either way though, that's bad. Like either you are so terrible that like a what game you, like you have to punch a kid in the face <laughs> to get fired as an official. You would think, but he, you got you got people missing calls left and right <laughs> right so he got fired and then at some point he got reinstated so he was in the back judge. so we got this guy he's shady and then we got kevin schwartzel the back judge who was an ohio guy born here in ohio has businesses in athen ohio and in a story in 2006 he admitted to being an ohio state fan even more draw dropping he wasn't allowed to officiate the 2006 ohio state michigan game Unsure why, there's no real reason, but I'm guessing it had something to do with having business and admitting that he was an Ohio State fan. And last and not least was Bobby Sagers, the side judge. Cincinnati boy. Also from Ohio, <laughs> yes, from Cincinnati. And he was recently named the Ohio High School Athletic Association Officials Hall of Fame. That's located in Columbus. Mike, what the fuck? That's a... <laughs> Look, I, I'm the same way I feel like when there's like, oh, they, they miss these calls. It's like, all right, shut the fuck up. It's football. There's yeah. going to be missed calls, especially since like Ohio State would be undefeated if it wasn't for the missed pass interference call in the Penn State game. But that's fucking weird. Like, I can't I, believe that they would allow it to happen, especially the guy who they're like, yeah, you can't officiate this game for reasons. Yeah. And then they just let him do this one. I think back to when we were in college and I would like – get pissed off during Xavier games and, like, yell at the refs. Like, well, what year did you graduate from St. Joe's, asshole? <laughs> and, like, these Michigan kids are probably like, oh, fuck, these assholes really did graduate from Ohio Jesus. State. <laughs> they have rooting interest. I don't know how it was loud, but, hey, you know, Michigan fans, add that to your list of bitches. <laughs> do you, think, do you think officials, like, officials across all sports, like, shouldn't be allowed to, to be an official for a game that they're – a fan of? I don't think so. Because like if yeah. I was in a, if I was an official for a Notre Dame game, especially like a Notre Dame USC game, I'd be tripping USC players. If I was like, an official, I would just pick the worst team to be a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am a gigantic Dolphins fan. Oh, can't have you do Dolphins games. Oh darn! Okay, that big Dolphins Jags <laughs> matchup. Miss out, sit out. <laughs> miss out on a lot of Thursday night games. <laughs> So speaking of Thursday night games, excellent segue. Uh, this could be potentially the best thing the NFL has ever done. According to ProFootballTalk.com this week, the NFL is considering reducing Thursday night football games or eliminating the Thursday night games altogether. Uh, the NFL has since denied this claim, so they're saying that that's not the case. But God damn it, I would love it if that happened. They've come too far. They've come way down 
too far down the rabbit hole to just eliminate it. I think they'll revamp it, but I don't think there's any way that they actually eliminate it. I mean, it. what if they start slowly phasing it out? So, like, next year, instead of a Thursday night game every year no, or every week, what they they're going to do is what they did with this Cowboys-Vikings game where it just so happened that those guys played Thursday. Because that's a lot of the gripe is these guys don't have enough time to recover. They right. play Sunday, and then they're playing Thursday. Well, both teams played on Thanksgiving. They had a week off. So it's just like playing on a regular week off schedule. So they're going to rework the schedule and manipulate it so that people say they're not getting rid of Thursday night games. The only, too the, much money. The only way you could revamp it really is to um, add I mean, it, would, it would have to be a flex game. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. would, it would, that would totally have to be a matchup, a matchup pick. You know what I mean? Well, and I think too, like kind of like with what like Sunday night football yeah. after Thanksgiving, they can kind of pick who, who the primetime game is. on Right. Sunday. But I think if you're if you're worried about like the quality of play and you're worried about these guys and their the time off, you're also they're also increasing these out of country games. So how are you going to those out of country those? games are a load of shit? Man. Yeah, it's they awful. are a load of shit. And did you see they're going to try to ad- adjust the time so that they all start at one? Dude, I, now they're missing out on people who aren't getting up at the ass crack at on to watch the Jaguars play somebody here's else. Here's my week thing, man. I don't live in L.A. I'm not trying to watch football at nine a.m. Yeah, no, exactly. me neither. Exactly. <laughs> well, and all the the local affiliates are getting all pissed too because you know Fox and those guys they're. They don't like games going on during their pregame show, their right. nine-hour pregame show. That messes up their flow. That so. pregame show for OSU Michigan was a little ridiculous. <laughs> well, that was. Dude, we started at 5 a.m. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Kick off at noon. I don't think anybody's going to miss cutting back on that. That show was five hours long. That's insane. Oh, five hours. Shit. That's ridiculous. I saw two minutes of it. <laughs> right before Corso put on the helmet and the start of the game. That was it. I didn't even see that, man. <laughs> Notre Dame is so terrible this year. I was like, fuck it. I don't even want to. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Tapping out. Well, sticking with the NFL, kind of. Um, earlier this year, TMZ uncovered that a woman had secretly recorded a sexual encounter with Super Bowl MVP Von Miller. Reports claim that she was trying to exploit Miller to the tune of $2.5 million to keep it a secret. Well, she denied those claims this week when TMZ sat down with her. And she got things straight for everybody. Why not delete the tape once you get back from Cancun? Well, because I used it to play with myself. Boom! <laughs> Story set straight. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Shout out to TMZ for uh, the interview and the sound effects. That's hands down one of the best clips I've ever heard. It is amazing. <laughs> When, when does a chick ever admit that, period, for any reason? Not even when there's 2.5 mil on the line. She just straight up said, like, I'm just trying to get off on it later on. That clip is more entertaining than Kanye West's downfall. <laughs> that, that clip is more entertaining than about 70% of NFL football on Sundays. And every Thursday night game is more entertaining than You can throw most, yeah, most players. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I was watching that interview because I'm I'm sitting there and she's like going on and on about like oh, I never tried to extort money I we both filmed portions of it he's got some on his phone I got some on mine and then when it got to that point in the interview I cried I was laughing so hard at that well and at one point during the interview she's sitting there doing it on a camera on her laptop and the camera <laughs> fell over and she's like oops uh. I mean it was so amateur hour but man the the money shot at the end so to speak was so worth it 
so has the has the video leaked? No, no that's what there's no video. Like it, they haven't tried to. That, but that's the weird part. Von Miller was the one who asked her for the tape because that's what she claims that he asked her for the tape. She's like, no, I'm not going to give it to you. And then you know they thought she was trying to extort money, so the lawyers got involved and they're like, hey, we'll give you 2.5 million to hand it over and not get it out. And then at that point, her lawyer. You know, exchange numbers and well, it was apparently it was a lesser amount because she said yeah, in that interview right. her lawyer came back, he yeah, counter offered with, with two and a half million. <laughs> so she's like, I like how it starts off. I'm not trying to extort, but if <laughs> if you want this thing, you're really gonna I'm, have to pay a lot. I'm not, but my lawyer is ruthless. Yeah. He, he's his fees are astronomical. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing that I want to ask. Like, I want to ask her though. Like, the, like really, are you pleasuring yourself to those videos? <laughs> Because <laughs> me personally, like I don't even like seeing pictures of myself. Yeah, that's I, that's weird. So like, there's there's no way like I could watch a video of myself getting down. <laughs> to get like, I would pay like w- like watching the video. Like I I wouldn't even be able to watch. I mean, it would be my wife in the video, but like I couldn't like I wouldn't even be able to focus on her because I'd just be looking at my thigh. Like what in the hell's that doing? <laughs> Like, weren't you going to tell me about that shit? Like, look at that. I would. I would. I asked the Need same. Need to get question. back on that bike, man. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, yeah. You got to be really into yourself. To she be able enjoys to be like, her form. Fuck it, man. I am good in this. <laughs> I look through my own Instagram pictures to please myself. <laughs> Here comes my favorite part. Here comes my favorite part. Oh, I dropped it on Vaughn. <laughs> dropped it on him. Uh, there, you, there you go on that one. That's a that's a good that's story. That's a humdinger. <laughs> uh, moving on to some UFC news, uh, and it's not about our favorite UFC fighter ever. Then we're not talking about it. Move on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who's your favorite? Conor McGregor. McGregor. He's, and it's he's, only cause, only because of sound bites. It's so many Dude, I've gotten bites. so much shit. <laughs> About <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Fook. Yeah, Fook. <laughs> I've gotten so much shit for defending him about a potential boxing match. Oh. And not even against Floyd, just anybody. Oh, we'll have to talk about that here in a minute because we have some some opinions on that. We did a whole uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that, uh, John Jones uh, was on the Joe Rogan podcast this week. He revealed something pretty interesting about his pre-fight routine. So uh, he said that about a week before every single fight, he would just get blackout wasted. <laughs> and then he went on to say it was like a mental crutch. He said, quote, my logic was, if this guy was to beat me somehow, I can look myself in the mirror and say that I lost because I got hammered the week before the fight. It was a safety net. I did it my whole career. I would go out and get hammered one week before every fight. So on one hand, that's super sad that that this dude feels like the only way he can accept a fight or accept a loss in a fight is if he like got shit faced the week before. But on the other hand, he fucking kept winning. Like <laughs> the dude lost once in his career so far. I mean, he's, holy he, shit, he's flat out dominant. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> so he totally should have came out to Jamie Foxx blaming <laughs> on the alcohol every single time he came out. That should have been his intro music. That way, at the end of the fight, no matter what happened, I'm like, hey, blaming on the alcohol, bro. The only th- the only thing about that story though is is that kind of opens the 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 door to maybe maybe he did really know. The substances that he was taking that right. he failed for because that would lead to mental issues. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. That maybe you would get to a point where you can't control yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, anybody that's ever ever had a had a problem with any sort of addiction of any kind. I mean, there's you. Everyone has their vice. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
Me, it's masturbating to pictures of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't stop. Dude, I only have I only have one follower on Instagram, it's <laughs> <laughs> and it's me. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I I mean I think that's crazy. I think it's crazy that he was in that mental state. Like that's pretty shitty, and I feel bad for the dude, but. God damn, to get blackout wasted a week before a fight and win almost every single one of them. Mike Tyson got white out cocaine. <laughs> 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 right before the fight. <laughs> There's two ways I think to do he one did thing. that in the corner. <laughs> have you guys have you guys watched the Mike Tyson um his little special where it's just him on the stage like no, guy telling no, his life yeah, story? I haven't seen it. Hilarious and very, very good at the same time. I'm gonna have to look that up. I would it's imagine that would be really funny. He's extremely truthful about everything. Like well, that's it's really, awesome. it's, it's him being open, but it's also him making fun of himself. It's a good watch. Nice. There you go. There's your show to watch this week. Check there it out. It is. <laughs> and also rewatch, rewatch Friday Night Lights for the six thousandth time, <laughs> <laughs> and cry yourself a single tear before you go to bed. <laughs> Tell me, tell me the first time you didn't watch that, you thought he was getting in the end zone. I totally thought he was in. <laughs> the movie or the show? Movie. Show got bad oh. after the third season. They yeah, all graduated. See, I, I never watched the show. <laughs> I, I think my Dude, I even told myself the first season of that show, these kids are going to graduate, man. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? Once the second season hit and everybody was back, I was like, wait, they were all supposed to be juniors last year? And then the third season, they were, and I was like, Wait, they were sophomores in that first season? <laughs> they were that good as sophomore? God damn, this team is good. Fifth year seniors. Yeah. <laughs> Texas, they make their own rules up, man. I so want to go to a Permian Panthers game, though. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to Against see Midland. <laughs> I'd try to get a Booby Miles chant going. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have a sign that says Booby's my dad. <laughs> Moving on to Tim Tebow news. Oh, Scott's favorite. Yes, our Lord and Savior. Did he hit a triple? <laughs> no, but he's got a new book out. And in the book, he describes the situation while he's he was a busy man. He's very busy. You want to talk about jack of all trades. He's hitting home runs, striking out, writing books. Blessing people. <laughs> uh, in the book, he talks about when he was with the Patriots and he's offered a million dollars for an endorsement deal. And it would have been for just a one-time commercial, and they're going to pay him a million for it. Simple enough. So he asked that son of a bitch, Bill Belichick, <laughs> what he thought. And the old Sith Lord said, Timmy, I'd appreciate it if you didn't. Of course, <laughs> Timmy, being the man of honor that he is, passed on the offer, and a week later, the Patriots cut him. <laughs> well, wow. Makes total sense. Yeah. Tebow said he didn't want to be a distraction, but that's pretty funny because, you know, well, his baseball career yeah, the most that is, is a, a distraction. distraction. Yeah, I mean, in general, everything he does is a distraction. But either way, what a piece of shit Bill Belichick is. Not that anybody needed a new reason to think that, but what a piece of shit. The only Dude, he's a piece of shit. However, I did just cut, like, the sleeves off of one of my hoodies. <laughs> is he on to something? That son of a bitch has had the right idea the whole time. Dude, it's like the comfort of a hoodie with the convenience of a t-shirt <laughs> it's fucking amazing you can stand outside when it's roughly 42 degrees you're fucking Shit. good you are good Oh man! Oh, shit. Good times. I, I just want to know what this company was like. It 
Unless it's like the Westboro Baptist Church, I can't imagine being like, no, nah, you shouldn't do that one, man. That's good. That's <laughs> gonna be a cool that's gonna be million, problem. too. Yeah. Fucking, he lets Tom Brady do Uggs, but whatever <laughs> Tim Tebow is trying to push, he's like, nah, I'd prefer if he didn't. Timmy? Timmy, I don't think so. No. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, let's round out Upper Deck with some beer news. So this story is a, a little bit older, but it's just getting traction this week. The founder of Corona, and Antonino Fernandez, he died back in August at the age of 99. He was born in a small Spanish village in 1917. He emigrated to Mexico in 1949, and that's where he made his billion-dollar fortune. Uh, well, he never forgot that small village that he came from because when he died, he left every person in the village, all 80 of them, $2.5 million each. Every person got $2.5 million. Uh, the people literally went from extreme poverty to being millionaires overnight. This is one of my favorite stories that I've seen this week, especially after we did that story about Labatt. Yeah, the anti-Labatt. They, yeah. like they're, they're cutting <laughs> retirement things that you may never even get to. Right. This guy is like, I don't you even know you, but here's 2.5 mil. 2.5 mil, go for it, man. That's fucking cool Because we live in the same village. <laughs> I, I want somebody to die in Toledo and give me a dollar, let alone <laughs> this guy, 2.5 mil. I heard that's what all the kids uh, got for going to Michael Jackson's. <laughs> His, a dollar uh, or two point five. His amusement park. <laughs> they all got two point five for coming. <laughs> wow! That day, I swear, I did not plan on that. I did not plan on that being that way. But it is what it is. <laughs> well, this has been Upper Deck, brought to you by Audible.com and the Neverland Ranch. <laughs> it just came out way too smooth. I couldn't help it. I like that you went way back for a Michael Jackson reference. That's well done, man. Hey, seriously, the Bill Belichick hoodie, though. I'm not even joking. <laughs> wow, he really did it. I'm not even joking. I even said on the picture, Bill Belichick has uh, has had the right idea this whole time. I think we just found the picture that we're going to use to promote this show. <laughs> right this is the cover photo. Here's what I'm going to say. 23 people like this, so I must be right. You ain't wrong. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, so, Patrick, let me ask you this, man. So, you co-host Practice Time Podcast. Yeah, me and uh, me and my buddy, uh, Mario DeRamos. How long ago did you uh, did you guys get started on that one? Uh, we're about to be 25 episodes deep, so there's that. So, we're like we're like <laughs> birthday boys at the same well, time. Well, we, we started is... off doing uh, bi-weekly, okay. and then uh, we just realized that by the time we did bi-weekly, like half, half the shit we wanted to talk about. Was already obsolete. Because it's over it's over five hours old, so it's it's done. I struggle sometimes getting to the one week. I'm like, God, I wish the show was tomorrow. I yeah. got so much good shit. Well, it's always after you record an episode, we're like, Oh man, that's oh. Chris Paul. I'm done. I don't even want to record the next episode. It never fails that something happens while we're recording or I'm getting a text from Mike as I'm driving home. Motherfucker, did you just see what happened? Like, well, that'll be great to talk about a week from now when nobody cares. <laughs> well, it just so happened, like uh, like during the World Series, me and Mario happened to be like recording during some of the bigger games. Like yeah. we were, we were recording, I believe it was during Game Seven, maybe we were recording during Game Seven, weren't we? Or was it Game? And six? that was after I think like, we were Game Six. Game, game Seven six. was after my friend un- unfriended me on Facebook, <laughs> but it was because I told him that I had a crying Jordan waiting on him. <laughs> and this was after he told me he didn't respect my sports knowledge <laughs> because I was smarter than him. That'll do it. So I hit him with the crying Jordan. <laughs> and the crying Jordan was him cooking with no shirt, like grilling out behind, like oh, I guess behind shit. his house, grilling out with no shirt. <laughs> 
and I even <laughs> photoshopped his beard onto Jordan's <laughs> face. And this is immediately after the Indians lose in Game Seven. And I post <laughs> when the he's picture. in a nice, oh, gradual, yeah. emotional state, ripping jerseys. <laughs> he's feeling great. <laughs> so I post it on Facebook and tag him in it, and I say, "Well, <laughs> Ryan just sent me this picture from outside the stadium after the Indians lost it in seven. Put some respect on it." <laughs> He unfriended me. Someone, one of his friends, commented on it and said, "Ooh, harsh." <laughs> now, did he just unfriend you, or did he block you? He unfriended me on Facebook. I think he unfollowed me on Instagram because he hasn't liked any of my shit in quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, he may have unfollowed me there, but he was never big on Instagram anyway. So but fuck him. <laughs> he um, he did post a picture two days after the World Series, and it was him standing on his seat when, uh, who, oh, who was it that hit the game-tying home Rashi run? Rashi Davis. Yes, when Davis hit the home run, and he's standing on his seat losing his shit right before they lost it all. And uh, <laughs> don't make so many fucking jokes about losing a 3-1 league Cleveland. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I said. It was, yeah. it was karma. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> but he, uh, he had posted a picture, that picture, and... Uh, that that's a good way to go. And Ryan I did. I, I, com- I commented on the picture because I was like, <laughs> I need to make up for this. <laughs> he hates me now, and I said, okay, so maybe my crying Jordan game's a little too much. For me. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I just needed a day to let it soak in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the hard part, man. Going right after, I had the same thing happen at the Ohio State Michigan game. I posted a video of my son crying and said that was Michigan fans right now. Not even thinking like, oh, there was a controversial fourth down call that pretty much ended this game for Michigan. And apparently three refs had rooting interest. And literally, as I put it up, the first comment was a Michigan fan who like ripped on me for being a Notre Dame fan. I'm like, dude, uh, fuck you. Yeah, my team sucks this year. I get it. Who gives a shit? Michigan has just as good of a chance of not being. Michigan's got a really good chance of not being in the playoffs. Yeah, and then second of all, that comment pretty much kind of proved this video right. Like you're, you're, you're crying, a whiny bitch. Well, crying. and if you're that emotional, why in the moments after the game when you're posting that and when you have you don't care, why is the Michigan fan on Facebook like just just staring, waiting to see something that's gonna piss them off so they can comment on? Oh, this motherfucker! I can't believe it. It's like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, like, man. Get gotta, off of Facebook. You gotta stay off social media. You got like I've learned. You gotta stay off social media. You gotta avoid ESPN for like three days after a, a rough <laughs> loss. Like you, unless it's a championship game. Like Indians fans, you probably couldn't watch Sports Center for like a week at that point. It's like I'm not even turning to that channel. <laughs> well, say like I'm a, I'm a, um like college football. I don't necessarily have like a favorite team college football wise. So I just kind of watch whatever's going on. Yeah, that's me. Like the. And college basketball is kind of the same way, but uh, I eat, interesting. I, I eat I eat up all kinds of. I do like to watch Kansas win. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm a Rock Bill Chuck. Self fan. He's a good coach. Solid. <laughs> Solid can say about white white bread Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about it. Though. So how did you guys get started on your podcast? Like, what led you guys to be like, oh man, we got to fucking start? Well, I actually, um, I had a beard oil company. And I was doing advertising on a friend of mine's podcast called uh, The Brew Podcast. And uh, really cool dudes. Um, I met them through Friends of Friends. And I'd met them to do advertising for my beard oil company. And in the process of that that meeting, I had ex- uh, I explained to them I used to do a sports podcast. And I did another podcast before. 
and he was like, man, you should meet my buddy Mario. Like he, uh, he's a producer and like you guys, I mean, he's got access to everything. So it'll like, you guys should meet up and talk. So I, I had met him, uh, once and then he came to my house and we hung out for, uh, probably about an hour, hour and a half, just talk sports and favorite teams, what's going on. And then we were just like, let's do this. That's crazy that you guys that are like crazy. like no prior. We had not connection. known each other. And well, what's crazy is that we we know a lot of the same people. Like we're yeah. around the same people, just different times. And then here and Mike and I were like high school sweethearts, and it took us <laughs> eight years to pull the trigger. Well, see, here's the thing I've learned about high school sweethearts: <laughs> most of those motherfuckers don't come through. <laughs> you might, man, we had so many great weekends in high school. I got this great plan, and I think we can make money at it. We just have to work on it and build it. And they're like, "Dude, I'm totally in. I'm totally in." And then the day you're ready to do it, they're like, "Dude, I can't do this." <laughs> I think it took us like eight years. It did. <laughs> I mean, all those years in college, and then running into each other eight years after that, and finally made it happen. How many years in college? Oh, oh no, I was no. I was running on eight. I, was, yeah. I heard eight, and then college years. So no, well, I, was it was only, the, I was only in college for like three or two and a half. I don't. I kind of stopped for. Well, a while. yeah, but then it was eight years after, <laughs> right? When we would have graduated. You guys did good then. <laughs> Man, you were the owner of your own business. You're you're killing it. Like yeah, that. after like six universities in 12 and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Shit pays off, people. Work hard. Stay in school. <laughs> so what are, I mean, if you don't, if you didn't know Mario beforehand and you guys just sort of knew the same people, like how does that, is there a lot of clashes? You guys butt heads a lot when it comes to doing the show? Anything, On some anything things you we disagree do. The Raiders. Of? Yeah. They're my shit. That's my team. <laughs> the Raiders have always right. been my team. Get the fuck out. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the, out. The Raiders are my team, and I know all about sucking. <laughs> so maybe that's why I like them. <laughs> but, um, I mean, d- dude, that team, he keeps telling me that they're not the real deal. They're not a great team. And I can totally, I totally get the point that they really haven't played anybody this year. However... How many teams are right at 500 this year? Everybody sucks this year. Everybody's terrible. Like every everybody sucks. sucks. The whole league, ex- ass. like like outside of like f- three teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it really is. Like if you're not, if you're even though the Patriots lost to the Seahawks, if you're not the Patriots or the Falcons or the Raiders or the Cowboys, who the hell are you? It's you know true. I mean? Yeah, I feel like this is the first time that the NFL is this like defined. Let's say like, here's your A team, and then there's everybody, everybody else. else. Well, like, um, and it, the bad is real bad. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. just like, oh, well, there's a couple teams that just suck with everybody. It's like everybody's down in the muck. Yeah. Well, like the oh. Cardinals, like before the season started, <clears throat> and I totally took a, a a a weird turn with my Super Bowl picks, just because I didn't want to go with the obvious. Well, I did go with one obvious that turned out to be a piece of shit. <laughs> and they're the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I picked the Colts Cardinals um Super Bowl. And I mean to be honest, like I I really thought that maybe the Colts would have put it together to maybe protect uh, Andrew Luck and apparently they don't give a shit about their investment, so <laughs> 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 there's that. They're like fucking break his ribs, we don't care. <laughs> Fuck so this the, guy. the Colts are not gonna be in the playoffs. And um, who knows? The Cardinals' issues are certainly Carson Palmer. 
because uh, Mike's I mean, favorite QB. He can't. Fuck him. He can't. <laughs> Here's Palmer. the thing. I I liked him as a Raider, and his <laughs> <laughs> ten minutes there. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. but then like it, it, if, while he was in Arizona to to start off with, he was good. Like there was a lot of yeah. good things happening. They came into this year being one of the favorited teams in the NFC. Yeah, you know right. I mean? If not the strongest team in the league, a lot of people lean that way. Yeah. So I mean, the, your only issue on that team is your quarterback because he can't get the ball to anybody. That'll generally bury you. You got a yeah. Sam Bradford on your hands there now. Right, yeah. <laughs> His eyes just don't look as goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bradford is the hardest NFL player to look at. He is. I. You know what's funny, though? Outside I said of that, Von Miller photos at parties. <laughs> <laughs> I said that, though, when he was in college, I never understood how he was going to be this, you know, everybody said, you know, when he was at, uh, at Oklahoma that he was going to be this. And every time I looked at him, I'm like, that's just one weird-looking motherfucker. Yeah. And I was like, eh, maybe it's just college will grow out of it. Nope. He stayed weird-looking into the NFL. Dude, he's got that real 1986 milk carton look. Yeah, he's so weird-looking. He looks like somebody off Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so, Patrick, you're clearly a, a big time into football, into the NFL. Are there any sports that you find yourself like struggling to, to watch for the podcast? Like, Is there anything that you're like... I, I guess I gotta watch this. Well, during uh, during the last Olympics, because <laughs> me and Mario gave me shit about the Olympics, but then we did go through, and he asked me like how many events that I actually watched, <laughs> 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 and it was a fucking a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of podcasts or a lot of a lot of events, and um, I, I I would say as far as the podcast goes, like doing, it, I don't really have a problem with watching too much of anything. You a hockey fan? Predators. Wow. Ooh, came strong right. with it too. Yeah, Didn't you even answered hesitate. quick. Yeah, there wasn't predators, even like a Predators mm. and the reason being that's a that's a hometown tie because they're um They're from since, Hamilton since, too. Yes. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they also moved to Florida with me for a couple years. The Hamilton now, Predators. The <laughs> Cincinnati Cyclones are are the affiliate. affiliate. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um well, and here's the thing too. I uh, it was my my bachelor party, which was wild. It was me and, and my best friend, so it was crazy. <laughs> we were in Nashville, <laughs> and we caught a Predators game. And I knew that the the Cyclones were the affiliate. I caught a game, and everything was really cool. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm buying a jersey." So I bought a jersey, and I was standing outside smoking a cigarette. And this girl clearly from nashville and i judge that totally off accent (laughs) (laughs) and her boots (laughs) i was like she's sitting there eating hot chicken she just walked up to like you're from here (laughs) hot chicken and ribs (laughs) but she had uh she looked at me and she was like oh did you get a uh did you get a jersey just because you were at the game and i was like kind (laughs) of and then i tried to explain to her about cincinnati and Hockey teams that weren't in this league, they were in a lower league, and she didn't understand any part of that. So I just said, yeah, I got it because I came to the game. (laughs) You know what? You're right. (laughs) Fuck it. That's a way to pick your battles. (laughs) I also have a Michigan uh, hockey jersey as well. Really? Yeah. Michigan's that's that's pretty, my college hockey team. Michigan's good at hockey, though. You go Michigan, Michigan, Michigan over, Boston College. You go Michigan over Miami of Ohio. 
Yeah. I would think since you're, you Those know, in this area. Fucks. See, here's my problem with Miami. I knew there'd be a story here. <laughs> <laughs> it was a setup. My, my problems lay within the organization. <laughs> <laughs> Them and Walmart. <laughs> and the Bengals. Here's my deal with the Bengals, man. <laughs> Fucking Mike Brown needs to just pay, sell the team and leave. That asshole held up the Banks project around the stadiums, yeah. right, for five years because he wanted naming rights over shit. I say this all the time. He wanted naming rights over shit he didn't even own. <laughs> <laughs> like, he wasn't invested. He didn't own any part of it. Nothing. He just wanted to name the banks. Like, he wanted to give it a Bengals-inspired <laughs> fucking name. He wanted to be Banksles. So he held that shit up for five years. He's an attorney. He's an attorney, and he drives shit into the ground. He over-negotiates things, and that's why he doesn't have, that's why he doesn't have the team that everyone wishes that they, they had. He's the worst. I, I can't stand Next him. to Marvin Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> so they're a match made in heaven. Yes, yes. All right, so why don't you like Miami of Ohio? I've just never been a huge fan. Oh, okay. All right. So I, there wasn't a story. Most I was really st- hoping there was a story. Most of their there. students are stuck up. Let's be That's honest. what I was just saying. It's just snobbish. Like, here's, like, the, here's the thing. I enjoy like, watching like you look, you look at schools like, like Xavier, for example. You look at, like, Xavier's a very expensive school to go to. Yeah. So yeah, you would think. Like, you would. <laughs> <laughs> still paying. <laughs> but you, you would, you would, like, just common, just common logic you would be like oh well if it costs a lot of money there then there's probably kids that went there that are spoiled or something or whatever just the generalizations that people put on things and that's not the case with xavier yeah i know a lot of people that went to xavier uh i I actually like to see their basketball team do well yeah yeah all right but the um for a minute there xavier took over Cincinnati basketball for a minute on a national. I was gonna say yeah. still, still currently didn't, didn't yeah. let, grow, let, let go. <laughs> currently, but like, the, um, <laughs> but like the, that's just the, the that's the view that people have on on certain schools. Yeah, but like that's not the case with Xavier. It is the case with Miami. Totally, like Miami, like they think that they're like on the campus of Harvard or Yale or something. Like, well, come on, they, there's no beautiful mind happening here, people. <laughs> You guys are all getting drunk and grabbed <laughs> grabbed right by the generals from Big Ben. He's still lurking around, grabbing people. Uh, Whitey, the uh, the one who came up with our bet, is a Miami guy. Oh, is he? I didn't know yeah. That. Well, he's going to be pissed. <laughs> but I've, I've been to some really cool parties there. I have been to really cool parties. It's funny because I've always Bruno's fun Pizza is really, really good. It's right on the strip across from whatever cool club that is that you guys all go to. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so you mentioned the, the beers that you're brewing. Um, so I got to ask you this. Can, bottle, or draft? Bottle. Another quick answer. Wow. No bottle. hesitation. I love it. Here's my problem with cans. If it sits, <laughs> this episode is my just problem be called, Here's with cans my problem with. within the organization. <laughs> <laughs> I just think a bottle's smoother. I don't. It is. I, I'm not even gonna sit here and argue with that. So you're a bottle guy too? And Absolutely. I'm going to be bottling the the beer that I'm making yeah. too. So now, okay, but if you're talking about between pints, the three, though, I'm doing 16 ounce bottles. Ooh, nice. Getting fancy, you can charge more for those bigger bitches. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> bigger bitches do cost more money. Uh, but no, if you're talking about between the three, I'm always going to go draft if you're given the option. That's, yeah. But outside of having any drafts, it's always going to be bottle. I'm always. a draft man, too. I like it straight from the teat. I don't want to... 
What's your what's what's your favorite draft you've had? Favorite draft I've had is uh, uh, Listerman's or triple digit Chacao Nitro. So good. They have a Nitro of that. They did. It was like brief, and it was amazing. Interesting. Yeah, it was a good. Because I was gonna say Guinness Nitro. Guinness Nitro is pretty good. It all depends on where you go to. Some people have bad draft setups. Yeah. Well, you get these shitty bars that nobody cleans shit. And you're just like, oh, that's disgusting. You, you've been to OTR. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out OTR. <laughs> I thought he was going to say Northside. Cause that's where I would have went not with that. Not much better. better. Yep, not much better. Hey, Northside Tavern is not a bad joint. I've been there. <laughs> It isn't bad. I get shit for hanging out in Northside. One of my favorite little spots, uh, I go to Northside Yacht Club from time to time, and I go for the food. Uh, man, they have a um, short rib grilled cheese. Uh, it's delicious. It's short rib. There's some mixed greens on it. I have no idea what kind of cheese, but here's the kicker. It's served with horseradish sour cream. Shit. Whoa. <laughs> no, I've said, put some, put some horseradish sour cream on anything I'll be there too. <laughs> Even Mike Brown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, Wal- if Walmart starts selling horseradish, see my cream. problem with Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have you buying all the things you hate by the end of the show. Aldi's really stepping their game up. <laughs> Heard they're going all natural. <laughs> Until they get rid of that thing where you got to give somebody a quarter to get your God shopping damn. cart. That's the kicker for me, man. Dude, I just leave it at the door. <laughs> I've done that. I don't have time for this, man. This isn't a video game. It's like I just came here for a box of screws. <laughs> now about a fucking quarter. Well, damn. <laughs> uh, so, so what's your favorite Cincinnati brew? Besides your own. Uh, my favorite locally brewed beer I've had is Rheingeist Inc. I don't think I've had that one. I, I, um, I got it down. I got it down at the brewery and uh, well, the tap room, whatever that gigantic gym is that they have. <laughs> 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 There's so many, so much room for activities. <laughs> but I had, um, I had it on draft there. I think it's like a ten percent. Um, oh shit. So you're speaking good. my language right there. That one, that was really, really, really you good. You have to force anybody to drink a 10%. <laughs> well, see, like, with Mad, Mad Tree, um, like, congratulations, you put a whole lot of hops in your stuff. So <laughs> That's my thing. They're yeah. all hoppy as shit. They all taste the same. All of them. All of them. And I'm not saying that all of them are bad. I'm no. just saying, that, like, a lot of your beers taste alike, man. Yeah. A lot of them. There's not much differentiation. That's for goddamn sure. But number three are my beers. I've yeah. yet to taste them, but they're gonna be they're gonna be something amazing. <laughs> um, all right, well let's before we get into our picks this week, Scott. Let's we, get into you burn of the week. Just <laughs> should we just, talk about the just burn this of the week? Mike burn of the week? Look, here's the thing, man. There, I got roasted, uh, and the reason why I tried to set you up on that one, Patrick, is I I made an offhanded joke about hockey being really hard to watch last week. And it depends who you watch. It depends who you watch. Well, we took up favorite teams on the show, and he's a <laughs> Detroit fan this year, and I'm a Colorado <laughs> fan this year. And I've actually watched more Detroit. I actually than I have one of Colorado. my one of my buddies is a diehard Avalanche fan. I see. I was 
kind of sort of into hockey in like the late to mid 90s there when hockey was still on ESPN and you <laughs> could watch it a lot. If you watched it in the mid 90s though, you were still watching Swing Gretzky, so you can't be that mad about that. Well, one. there wasn't even that. It was living up in Toledo, tons of Wings fans. Like it's, you know, just Wings South. And I was just a troll. So that was when <laughs> Avalanche was that was when the Avalanche were also good and had those big old rivalries. And so I was like, oh, I'm an Avs fan. Just like, not really, but I enjoyed watching them play. And so that was when I watched hockey. So it was easy to say, all right, I'll just pick up the Avs again. Completely different structure. I mean, the, their old center, Joe Sackick, is now the GM. So, you know. <laughs> so I, watched, I, watched, I watched hockey from a very young age, but I didn't necessarily have, like, a favorite team when I was younger. See, what really got me into it, too, was the video games. Like, that, it made it so much easier Dude, to follow. Super Nintendo. Right? You yeah. had to pause the yeah. shit wake up in the morning to finish your playoff. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that was what kept me into it, was being able to play so I'm, the like, games. 20 games in. I'm going to win this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's... let's it's, how are we even going to do this? Because they just both went off on you on Facebook. Like, they can't just off. read the, the no, posts. We, we, we can't read all, all of them. Uh, I will I will go with some of my favorite burns, uh, and then I'll let you pick which one was the, the one that Fair got enough. The, the worst. Uh, so I did like that uh, when Tyson said, uh, do you guys know why Mike picked the Red Wings as, an, as his NHL team for the season? Because he loves the Big D, baby. Broom. <laughs> that was solid. That was a that was a pretty good one, uh, Jim. I don't even know. God damn, where to start with Jim? It got so it got so intense with Jim. Tyson actually was like, "Is Jim like really mad?" I'm like, "Nah, he's just going along with the gag." And he's like, "Cause I, I was kind of worried there for a minute. Like, oh man, chill out." I'm like, "Nah, Jim's in on it too." <laughs> he, uh, I, I don't even, I can't even pick, man. I did like that he roasted you and Jasmine before he went scorched earth on me. He did like, sing me first he, to make sure he got it in there. Yeah, he made fun of you for uh, agreeing that Ocho would be entertaining. Uh, Ocho Cinco would be entertaining. And, and then the roast on Jasmine was kind of rough. I'm glad she didn't read that because she's a feminist and would have went psycho on that one. Yeah, um, I was wondering about that. Speaking of said guest, Bengals fans taking shit. Uh, taking shots at the Lions. Mike, didn't you warn her? Girl needs to check the standings. And someone who admitted to playing soccer beyond grade school saying hockey is boring. That's cute. <laughs> Quote. <laughs> That's my favorite thing I heard this week. It's That's only Friday, cute. so something could top it. But that's my favorite thing this week. And yeah, then he said, "Quote: It should just like be like about the fights and stuff." Twirls hair and giggles incoherently. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the winner because he, he put the action behind it. But let's just give Tyson and Jim props this week. Both of them, they both put in good work. You also had a, a text from Glenn that came through this week. Yeah, uh, where... uh, did I? Send that to you. Glenn had said something about uh, you oh. just slide Mike's picks down his throat. Yeah, and he'll say, Thank your you. picks were awful. <laughs> so yeah, so I got shit on. I I'd give t- I'd give it to Tyson and Jim and give yeah. uh, give Glenn the participation. Ribbon, ribbon for the week. week. Yeah, no. Well, it's just funny because I told Glenn when he texts me, I'm like. I mean, you, you got a lot of competition this week, and that was when Tyson <laughs> and Jim were just going at it hard. Can I just say, too, I would 
if I had to pay, if it did was Joe up to take me, the week off? I didn't Joe shit did. Joe this week. I tried to call him in too, like get some backups. Like, yeah, hey man, <laughs> fucking bail me out of this shit. Because I nope, thought nothing. Because I said that he was dick riding you. I thought I was gonna get it back from him. I was like, oh, nothing. Shit, he hasn't heard the episode yet. I guess I'm gonna have to jump in on this because I'm just gonna break people's hearts. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll be unfollowing you by the end of the night. <laughs> Don't uh, cry and Jordan meet our asses. If it was up to me, I would give. I, I would give Jim the burn of the week because yeah. he went. Jim, Jim wins the title, and he's still going. He's not. He hasn't That's let true. up at all. Uh, so even on my, his daily tagging us in highlights, he's, <laughs> he's chimed in. What's he's got a high motor. <laughs> we, we don't like Jim organizationally. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna See, give my it to problems him. with Jim lay within the organization. <laughs> So congratulations, Jim. You, Jim, you burn win the week. You well win done. burns. Please of the week. fucking take it easy on me. No, hell week. no, do not. No, go after Scott next week for some reason. Anyways, let's get into picks. I don't even want to talk about these either. So last week I went zero for three. <laughs> Scott, so went you're doing really three. good. <laughs> Here's what really sucks, man. The wait, week, what team? What, what were your picks? So last week I went Michigan over Ohio State. I took that too. But in fairness, I did that as a favor uh, to Seth for sharing the episode. I, and I'm it, a jinx. Is a so jinx. we'll cancel that one out. I'm a self-admitted no, jinx. No, we ain't canceling shit out of the counts in the record book. <laughs> I went with the Cardinals over the Falcons. Which uh, was him trying to pick the opposite of me, which worked, double down. worked for him the, fo- the previous week. Not so much this week. <laughs> Wouldn't have took that one. No. Yeah. When he did it, I was like, well. I, I, would, I would have put money on Michigan against Ohio State, though. I, I mean, I thought. I actually right. thought you had that one. I thought that was a solid pick, even though you were trying to jinx. I mean, like, see, my luck, I would have put money on it, but it would have been a parlay, and I just would have lost <laughs> it all. Like, sweet, there's $600. Uh, my, my third loss was actually uh, Jasmine. Our guest picked the Bengals over the Ravens, and I even said thanks for fucking me on that one because yes, I wouldn't have picked that. that game. So that sucks. So she screwed me over that one. So I went zero for three. Scott picked two games last week. He picked uh, Bama over Auburn, and he picked the Falcons over the Cardinals. So that brings our standings for the mo- or for the uh, the tournament here. Which the the ground that I gained when you went zero and three the week before, and I went two and zero. Completely shat on. All gone. It's basically like the last two weeks didn't happen. So wait, you guys are right, even now? No. No. Uh, not even close. close. I am at... Who's 13, ahead? Uh, Scott is winning. He's 18 and 7, uh, and I am 13 and 12. Man, my ESPN streak for the cash last month. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. Four, I hate that fucking game. 41 and 5. No shit. Wow. See, I hate that but game. I still didn't win because that damn... There's losses, dude. There's <laughs> losses. I hate that game because there'll be such sure things. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah. Baseball is the worst on that. I don't no, even play baseball. baseball I'm it's, all over. Oh, baseball. I, hate baseball I don't. Baseball is just my thing. I get it. No, so do I. Like, dude, but, I will. I will bet money per pitch on the outcome of the pitch. Holy man, shit! And I will be, take six hundred dollars from you when I do it. Though it'll be Jesus Nolan Christ. Ryan versus the Brewers' fifth starter, and I'll be like, "It's Nolan Ryan all day," and I'll look at it and be like, "The Brewers pulled it out, one nothing." I'm Dude, like, what the, the only, the, fuck? the only, the only like big number one pitcher you can't trust betting wise is Steven Strasburg. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, no doubt there because he's a wild card. I mean, like, you don't know really, if he's gonna go like two a, innings and like get hurt. Most most number ones I would put money on, but that's what I would do and still get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that's well, why I hated it. I'd be like, I know baseball, and not, it didn't matter what I did, I would pick wrong. 
I just I'm like I'm done. I can't do this. <laughs> well, see, like I'll I'll uh, I place money on like over under per inning too. Damn! Holy shit, go man! Deep with it. And most of the times I go under half a run for the inning at the top of the inning, and you can double your money. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty sad. And you parlay that shit into the next inning because the <laughs> bottom third of the order is up. <laughs> so you're just stealing money, basically. And it's only the fourth inning, so <laughs> it's only a second trip through the lineup. <laughs> so you win. <laughs> well, there you go, everybody. There's your gambling Gambling tips of the week. week. This is brought to you by... Bovada.com. <laughs> I thought it was going to be brought to you by Walmart. I thought for sure he's going to go Walmart. Damn it. All right. Yeah, let's get into our picks this week. I got to go first since I like shit always. the bed. Not like last week, and I'm going to hang on to that as much as I can. We'll start off in college. It's championship week. We're sitting here watching Washington and Colorado right now with my, my Washington. A lot of people got Colorado for this game. Yeah, they do. I uh, really want Colorado to win this game. I want them to win. You just want win. the chaos. Yes, I want yeah. Who chaos. doesn't? Yes, yes. The the chaos like baseball fans, you live for that last two weeks of the season. Yeah, the yeah. chaos would be great if Colorado pulls this out. So who gets in if Colorado wins this game? Patrick, who do you got? Well, I think I think Ohio State's in. I think so, too. I don't think they should be, but I think they're in. They're in. Uh, well, of course, you got Bama, OSU. Yeah. Clemson. It's really that fourth spot that everybody's right. battling for. Those three, so, I think, are locked in. I mean, unless Clemson loses, but... Yeah. So do you go Big Ten winner if if Washington loses this game? Do you I mean, it almost has to be because the Big Ten was college football this year. I would yeah. say that, but except for if Wisconsin wins this game, I think they're getting left out. But who, like, who they, right. they're going to go up against in Alabama and get destroyed? And get stomped, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, whoever ends up in that number four spot is going to – I got to be honest, I don't think anybody's stopping Bama this year. I do have some crying Jordans waiting on OSU. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to go for my pick this week. Uh, We got Bama and Florida in the SEC championship game. Uh, And because I need a win, I'm going to (laughs) go with Bama over Florida. And when I saw that you were picking this, I'm like, on the heels of me picking Bama last week, <laughs> and this is set up for you to get it is totally this set up set for, up for to Florida to win this game, especially after Florida lost to Florida State <laughs> last week. I mean, as a team, just take the loss so that you don't have to worry about it in the playoffs because yeah. you got that shit. Yeah, right. that's true. They're still in even if they lose this game. Uh, but my favorite part of this game. They'd be is, up there if they lost three. It's Bama. Yeah, it's, that's a good point. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> all really other teams point. have only lost two <laughs> games. <laughs> Yeah, but Nick Saban, he's a fucker. Uh, (laughs) They make us a lot of money, guys. (laughs) Get him in there. I would be happier if they just said that. (laughs) It's like, look, OSU's in because money. Yeah. I, I would respect them for saying that because I that's would. why they're in there. Like the, I don't I don't fault them for that. That's how the system is. I get. That. I'm not naive enough to be like, no, it's not about money. They're trying to find the best team. Fuck you. No, they're not. They want. I do think Ohio State's bring... really good, but in this situation, I would say I would. I want to see an Ohio State. I want to see an Ohio State schedule. Like we'll, like look at last year for example. The only team that they played last year was Michigan State, which they lost to the backup quarterback. Yeah. Dude, you I don't fucking play anybody. Well, man. but they try. I can't. I can't fault them for that because college football schedules are scheduled so far in advance. They they schedule the scheduling is stupid. And to be honest, I heard a very good argument um, to move to move to more of a NCAA doesn't want a sixteen team 
college playoff. No, I, I don't think eight. they should. Eight is enough. And the reason, well, and even eight they don't want. And the reason being is the travel. They can say that. However, <laughs> March Madness. And yeah, right. they can say that all yeah. they want. That's but that, that's their that's their that's their reasoning that's behind they can, it. They say, yeah, which is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like, that's just travel. But uh, you need you you need something like that. Tyson's cussing more. us out right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's somewhere cussing us out because he hates college. Football. Every time we go to talk talk out football, like, like more, what the fuck? more along the lines, what needs to happen with college football is college football. Uh, the conferences and the divisions within the conference need to be equal. You need to have equal number of teams, and then you need to be able to schedule your your next year. Like the the it's athletic directors are just running things, and it's all about the money. Yeah. So like none of these matchups even make sense. So if you had if you had equal divisions within the conferences. Then you could set up and set up a schedule based upon your record from the past season. Yeah, but even that with college football, with how much turnover there is and how how different a team can be from one year to the next. Even going, hey, we're going to schedule. Like, look at Oregon and how far they've fallen. You would think scheduling that entire Oregon conference has fallen. Right. Well, yeah, perfect. <laughs> has nothing so, yeah, to do with just them. That's a good point. Conference. Like Stanford has always been up at the top, and then you schedule Stanford. All of a sudden, they're shit, and it's like, oh, that was well, supposed like, to be all a these good games. Matchup, these games you know? are scheduled five to six years in advance. Exactly. But like, even it's, if, not, it's not even two. But years. even if it was a year in advance, like let's say right now they're figuring out the schedule for next year, and somebody's like, oh, we should we should schedule Washington because they're a top four team. Right. And next year, Browning's gone, and Washington is shit, and it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I guess it's not a good game, but so I think there's a lot. I think, I think a lot of Washington, the quarterback is phenomenal, but I mean they've got a good coach there. Like that's it's a yeah, team, yeah, it's a team awesome. thing. Yeah, I'm a Raiders fan. It's a team thing. <laughs> it has nothing to do with one of the best quarterbacks that any of us have potentially ever seen. It's a team thing. Trust in the process. <laughs> we gonna make picks. You uh, gonna make yeah. wrong picks. Yeah, you got Bama. Wrong picks. So I got Bama over Florida. My favorite part is uh, after the game when Florida fans get confused and still chant SEC, SEC after they lost. So <laughs> <laughs> I they got, still would. Though. I got, yeah, they would. I got Bama over Florida by a score of. Uh, it, 28 to 5. Well, I'm going to go <laughs> with the Big Ten we talked about, and I am going to – I'm going to do what I said. Wisconsin is going to beat Penn State wow. in this game. Because Wisconsin has been the better team all year, and they've beaten better teams. The only win that Penn State had that was worth a damn was against Ohio State. Other than that, I mean, they got drubbed by Michigan. They've looked mostly awful. I, they're only in here off of technicalities. It, it, like, this is the reason why we got this matchup. But Wisconsin, every time I picked against them early in the year, and every time I've doubted them, they've kicked it in dicks. So I'm going to go you Wisconsin did. here uh, by not even a close score. I'm going to give a legit score. I think Wisconsin probably wins like 45 to 10. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Dude, I'll put money on that spread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not you're betting against you. You're going to give me 25 <laughs> on Penn State. I'll take that. <laughs> uh, my, my NFL pick for the week, this is just to try to make amends to Jim. I'm trying to get back in his good graces uh, and get him back on my side. You're picking Drew Brees, you son of a bitch. I am That's picking. Um, no, I'm doing this At for home or him. on the road? Uh, it's their... Uh, I think the Lions are on the road. They're at New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, they are. This oh, that's easy. What, what would you pick in that situation? Saints. What's the spread on? Oh, that? I don't know the spread, uh, but I am. I am also picking the Saints. But I am doing so, Jim. I, I would go to Saints, jinx the Saints. I would go Saints straight up. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Jinx, I'm hoping to jinx. But whatever the, Saints. the spread is, I'll look at the spread. 
<laughs> Jim would keep well, talking. Well, you're looking to spread it. Uh, while you're picking for Jim, ironically yeah. enough, I'm picking for myself and Tyson, who's a Bears fan. <laughs> and he dubbed this, and rightfully so, the battle for the number two pick. <laughs> Loser gets closer to the number two pick. Because the, the Browns ain't losing a game. And so if the Niners win this game, they end up with a tie with the Bears. Bears have the better head-to-head record or have lost the head-to-head matchup. So then they actually would get the number two pick. Uh, and unfortunately, I think my Niners are going to win this game and fuck themselves. <laughs> For the second year in a row, they're going to win a game that they have no business winning <sighs> and fall down the draft board. <laughs> and so the Niners beat the Bears going into Chicago, and they end up winning. It, unfortunately, the Niners have actually looked good on offense, and the Bears are starting fucking, uh, what's his name, from USC, for God's sakes. They lost Cutler and uh Do they Barker. have a quarterback? Oh. Barker is their quarterback. Oh. Yeah. Wait, Matt Barkley? Yes. Oh, Barkley. yeah. Yes, yes. God. Yes, he's Rough. their damn quarterback, for God's sake. But, so he the have Niners- the diabetes, too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Niners are going to win this one 28-17. Uh, Jesus. All right, so, Patrick, we're going to have you do a guest pick for each of us. Sweet. We get to three games each. So uh, since I'm the college football fan, you're going to pick a college game for me. Since Scott's the NFL fan, you're going to pick an NFL game for him. Uh, The other big game this weekend, so we covered two of the big uh, championship games. We're not going to go Clemson over Virginia Tech because I think that one's pretty one-sided. But who do you have, uh, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Almost picked that game and picked the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Almost did the same thing. I would probably (laughs) bet the spread on that too, whatever it is. Okay, I, I agree. I, like Gundy's mullet isn't going to well, come out of Well, a game too. like that, too, especially with the conference champions, the championship games, like that's it's probably like a 10.5-point spread or something. Well, it's not one of those fun college uh, 44.5-point spreads. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, always take always take the underdog in the 45.5-point <laughs> spread. <laughs> Nobody's beating anybody by 45. <laughs> uh, for your NFL pick, uh, and this one's going to count for Scott, is a pretty easy one in my mind. Uh, Eagles at the Bengals. Man, I almost want to go Eagles, and I'm going to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was hoping he was. I was like, please go Eagles. <laughs> I know they've struggled, but damn it, please go Eagles. Well, the only the only the only reason I was thinking Bengals was maybe their run game has a big day, but no. Well, and here's the thing: their offensive line is still shit. With their offense, green, their, nothing matters. The <laughs> offensive line is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. When they played, uh, was it uh, who was it? They played the, every, the, the entire defensive line had a hand on Andy Dalton. The Ravens. Maybe every it was game. the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but they that offensive line sucks. It's so bad. It's terrible. Well, and it, what kills me too, like the. It, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd was their second round draft pick. I think he was fifty fifth overall. And like how do you not try to throw to him a little bit more? Yeah. How do you not like you threw here's the thing. Uh in this past game, they threw nine passes to Brandon LaFell. They threw nine passes to Tyler Boyd. Guess who caught six and guess who caught three? Tyler wow. Boyd had six. Why are you not throwing to him more? It's your second round pick. It's I mean, about, I agree. Like, like, it sucks that he's just thrown in there right now. Like, the dude, you are the number two now. Like, that's just what it is. How do you not throw to him more? Like, especially you, like, since, especially not... since defenses are keying on Tyler Eifert. Because well, your that run game is non-existent. So... I think that's the problem. There's yeah. no run game. Well, the, the run game is going to be non-existent right now because there there is no A.J. Green. And, right. and A.J. Green makes Dalton 
look like a good quarterback, quarterback. To, to the Bengals fans. And um, surprise, surprise, he's not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. All right, well, there's your picks for this week. So to recap, I have Bam over Florida, the Saints over the Lions, jinxing the Saints for you, Jim, just to try to get back on, on your good side. And then uh, guest pick, Oklahoma over Oklahoma State. Scott, you've got Wisconsin over Penn State, 49ers over the Bears, and then uh, guest pick from Patrick, Eagles I, over the Bengals. I've never been more upset to pick my own team to win. <laughs> oh, but, <laughs> shit, man. By the way, the Saints the Saints spread is five and a half. I would take that. Yeah? I would take that. <laughs> wow. Jim's going to talk would, so much shit if the Lions win. <laughs> I don't, want, I don't plus, want that wrath on you. Plus, if you take Jim, that five and a half on the Saints, uh, they're at... Uh, it's it's minus one fifteen, so it's, it's not bad. <laughs> put it's your savings, bad. put your savings account on that. <laughs> there you go, Patrick. So if you're listening to farm. this before the books close, <laughs> yeah, this doesn't release until like Sunday morning. And so if you lose all your money, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't, our, ain't his fault. <laughs> Everybody can have a Trump school. <laughs> But it's not me taking your money. It's your bookie or whoever. <laughs> or whoever. Being, being a bookie is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into Consumer Canada for this week. Uh, Consumer Canada, as always, brought to you by FireFan. Get ready to raise your game because watching sports will never be the same. Introducing FireFan. It is a game changer. Finally, a free sports app that puts you into the game. You guess the plays, you predict the action all in real time while you watch and compete against sports heroes, celebrities, friends, family, or other diehard fans. The more you call it, the more points you get. You can even earn loyalty rewards just for playing the game. Don't miss the hottest app of the year, FireFan. Ignite your passion. And before you download the FireFan app, go to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click on the FireFan sign-up link in the menu bar and create your account. Then download the app from either Google Play Store or the App Store. Doing that will give you 12 free tokens that you can use in the game. Register at our site again, and then download. And we'll be starting up games again this Sunday. We did this past week. It was a little buggy. Look, glitchy get... beta. It's a beta app. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. They're, they're working out the kinks. It's pretty sweet, though. Yeah, it is. It's fun. I, I like the pre-game uh, picks that you're yeah. allowed to make, too. You pre- so you the pre-game picks are the cool part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes you sound smarter. <laughs> yeah. I totally know what's going to happen. <laughs> but look at all those X's. <laughs> the pre-game picks for Mike never work out so much. Sweet. Though. I fucking won last week, man. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> it was glitching. <laughs> All right, so uh, Consumer Candidate this week, again, we have Sam Adams, uh, White Christmas. Scott, uh, I I don't even really need to ask you on this one, but uh, Consumer Candidate. Consume. Yep. All right. Short and sweet. Fair enough. <laughs> Patrick, you going to consume this one or are you going to can it? I'd buy again. Yeah? I'd buy again. All right. Consume. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just changing terminology. <laughs> Shit, this is my podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, people. He will go to Walmart and consume the shit out of it. <laughs> I w- I'm going to consume it too. Uh, it's smooth. Like it's not. It's not a really heavy one. Like a lot of Christmas beers tend to be those types where it's like I can have like one or two of these and then I'm done for the night. But this so most, is one. most Christmas beers, and because all breweries listen to this podcast, which you guys need to learn, <laughs> stop with the spices already, man. They are super spicy. Keep your cinnamon at home. <laughs> Just put a candy cane in that shit. 
No, okay, save your cinnamon for the, the damn pumpkin. <laughs> for the pumpkin like, beer, that's we're right. We're all about yeah. that, but save it. <laughs> cinnamon is my least favorite spice. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not a cardamom guy. I'll pass on the cardamom, but cinnamon, all day. This is my favorite part of the show right here. I don't even know what cardamom is. It's a spice, <laughs> motherfucker. Dude, I'm it's in the aisle with all the other spices. <laughs> Christopher Columbus brought that shit over, bro. Come on, man. When he discovered a new world. <laughs> when he discovered Trump's America. <laughs> People riding around on horses eating turkeys and shit. <laughs> Here, you should uh, add cardamom should. to that. It'll taste better. <laughs> Stay away from the cinnamon, though. <laughs> Take your breath away. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, yeah, three consumes. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to go triple consume on that one. This has been the Consumer Can It, brought to you by Firefan. Holy shit, what a fun episode, man. Dude, this was a good time, Patrick. Thank you Thank for coming you for on joining the show, us. Thanks man. for having me we, on. We need the uh, other guy because um, it, it's feeling kind of white. I mean, we, we had white Christmas and it's feeling extra white. So next time, bring Mario. Tell him he's more than allowed to join. There's no quota that we're trying to fill. Like, yeah. When he's not, when he's not producing, because uh, I, I believe he's producing the, the the radio broadcast for the 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 Saint X game. Oh, nice. So, yeah. so he's got real shit going on. Yeah, while we're just he's, gonna, yeah, he's like timing stuff and hitting play. And <laughs> <laughs> he's real good. He's he's real good at his job. Well, we, we need to have both of you guys on here sometime. We appreciate you joining us. Yeah. yeah, we'll have you guys come by the Hell studio. Hell yeah, that'd be fucking awesome, We'll go up man. to the sixth floor and hang out in cool studios. That'd be Talk great, about man. Walmart. Talk <laughs> about Walmart. And, and uh, Mike Brown. Where all of our problems lay. <laughs> Make sure with you guys the organization, guys. <laughs> Always. Make sure you guys check out Practice Time Podcast. Do you it. can uh, follow them work. on Twitter. What's your you can follow me at Patrick C. Wright, and that's ridiculous because it's my first name, middle initial, and last name. So steal my identity. <laughs> brought to you by LifeLock.com. <laughs> no, seriously, it's Patrick, Patrick C. Wright. Um, I also, for any Reds fans, uh, Reds from left field uh, on Twitter, Reds FLL or F F L F, and you can check out my my beer that I'm brewing on Instagram. That's um, Malt Rats Brewing. That's at such a Malt good name. Rats Brewing. That's such a good name. It's a playoff Malt Rats. Yeah, I'm assuming my buddy Sean actually. I'm assuming. <laughs> I hope so. I'm totally assuming because we haven't discussed it. My friend Sean, I said, dude, we need to come up with a name. Literally the night before, we brewed a couple gallons of beer. And I said, dude, we need a name for a brewing company. (laughs) Because that's how you do things. (laughs) So uh, we ran some names back and forth, and he hit me with malt malt rats. And I was like, I bet that's for malt rats. (laughs) But I didn't ask him. Like, I have no idea. I'm totally assuming... So I hope my logo is on par with what he had going on in his head. <laughs> oh, shit. I love it. And I love that this outro, we went through the thing. We've never music. played the whole outro. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> the world's longest outro. In the world's no, longest outro. No, episode. we've had some long outros when we just that's keep true. fucking shit up because we're all drunk and shit. <laughs> but yes, check out Practice Time Podcast with uh, Patrick and Mario. Uh, it's, a, it's a fucking awesome show. They're cutting along just like we are man you guys have like the same number of episodes we're like we grew up together this is a good fucking fun thing. to do yeah, cutting our to teeth do. together <laughs> modern family hey, you guys have a good thing going on man i like it thanks man well, we thanks, appreciate man. it yeah I'm, thanks. Su- I'm subscribed on one of my apps 
<laughs> I want to say it's podcast addict. <laughs> I didn't even know we were on there. Awesome. That's well. Cool. If you're if you're in iTunes, oh, if you're in iTunes, you're pretty much soon. on everything except yeah. Stitcher because they're like, hey, we're Stitcher. Yeah, we're <laughs> and, on there though. And Google, yeah. Google, yeah, Google's yeah, another one. You people are people listening to podcasts through Google. I do. I'll be That's honest, where I do it through the Google app. I don't know where in the hell to find a podcast. <laughs> it's under your podcast. I even search podcast. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> under the you gotta have that Google Play Music, man. We'll, we'll hit that. <laughs> oh, it's through the Google Play Music. Yeah, Google Play like Music. Like, you have to get yeah. that the other Google app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn. I mean, you don't have to get it. It's preloaded. <laughs> Google Google has more apps than anyone. See, here's the problem, man. Are you trying, to send, a, are you trying to send a document? Google Docs. <laughs> Wait, that's a spreadsheet now. You need Google Sheets, dog. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you, Wait, you're trying to play games. You need Google Games. Dude, no shit. I downloaded this game. It's called <laughs> It is called Kick Return, right? It is one of the most badass games after this episode. I'll show you guys how shitty I am at it. I downloaded it. I tried to play it. As soon as I hit play, it says, you need Google Games. I said, fuck you, Kick Return. <laughs> Jesus. We're done. I'm just trying to return some kicks. <laughs> That's not, I'm starting the music back up. <laughs> shit. This has been the best way to end the show fucking ever. This is my favorite way that Woo! we've ever ended the show. My stomach hurts. I'm going to go throw some stuff up. <laughs> this has been Crap Fruit Sports. Cheers, everybody. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.